Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit coming to you on this Wednesday. How about that, man? The 30th of the month of March. Hmm? A new year has started to others. And of course, to see party, it is the end of the month. How are you, see party? Very stressful time of the month. <laughs> I'm good, Pastor Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, tonight we are talking about how spouses usually resolve their conflicts. And uh, it's an interesting one, I should say. Mm. Uh, and why this topic? It's because most of the time spouses are given recipes as to how to resolve their conflicts. And uh, I think less focus is given into the notion and aspect of them resolving conflicts because people are dynamic and they react dynamically, you know, uh, or to a conditioning that had taken place in the marriage in a particular period of time that when the spouse uh, says this, this is the reaction that comes in automatically because people are dynamic. Now they have attached reactions, you know, to particular situations. And in this case, when it comes to conflicts, now here lies the whole drama. Um, uh, you can't actually uh, put it across and say they resolve it in this way. But in a little survey that I have done, with my little education, I was able to see something very interesting. And most of the people who were talking this thing were women. And they said, <laughs> they said, how they resolve conflicts, if there are conflicts in America. Maybe I'll play a clip that would make you laugh a bit. Um, uh, and they say, we would like to sit down and talk about it. And would like to make sure that they get my point. Fair enough. And they say, after that, then they go to the aspect of making love. Men, they went to straight to making love. <laughs> I'm talking about people who are married here. Yeah. Straight to that. Said, look, man, sometimes it's so tough that they mostly resort to this and they, see, they think it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Some women agree that, yeah, sometimes this thing solves many, you know, explosive moments. Others say, no, but it does not. It just lets you into a euphoria of being cooled down. But the problem still stands. All these, if they could be combined together, they would be a beautiful resolution. The problem with the aspect of most of the males who had said, not that they all said that, others said, no, let's talk first, is that many go to that aspect and, and they said it explicitly 
and and how that making love is done rough and all those kinds of things and i said but that's a way of them beating their wives or fighting their wives most of the times they never say but most of the times it's that and women some of them are aware of this others are not i'm saying that's a downfall of that method mm. And another resolve, that one of sitting down and making my point clear and known, still leads to, that's the downside of it, it would still lead to dissatisfaction because you want to make your point known. Sometimes, you just have to allow your spouse to get your point without forcing them. That's the downside of it. There are those who say, well, we don't talk until we cool down. So three days, four days, five days, but imagine that. Mm-hmm. Four to five days. Eh? Silent treatment. Silent treatment. Silent treatment. Here, it's... It, you don't talk, you don't touch. It's a matter of sanctions, sanctions, you know. You don't even cook. Whoever wants to cook, they should cook. If it's the husband who usually cooks during these days, he doesn't because he doesn't talk and he doesn't get any. They say that's how they solve their conflicts. And then from there, they feel, wow, we need one another. They say they feel so much attracted to one another because they start to see other dimensions. The downside of that method is that you can see the bed of it, uh, the bed of your spouse even far much more. Especially if in that silent treatment, as Sipati puts it, the other one seems to be happy when talking to friends on the phone. Ha ha Mzala. Oh sure, sure, sure. You know, yeah, yeah. It was cool, man. We we had a good time. Ah the silent treat can make you to have assumptions that are negative about your spouse also. How do you think? They usually resolve their conflicts, see buddy? Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I think that before I go into that, I just want to highlight a very interesting principle that we find in the Word of God mm. when it comes to conflict resolution. When you read in Matthew 18, verse 15, it talks about, you know, when your brother sins um, against you, you should go and show him his fault, mm. um, just the two of you, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it highlights the importance of communication, I would yeah. say, which most, um, you know, married couples try to avoid in many cases, mm. um, especially the male part where they would prefer, you know, um, going straight into what you mentioned instead of sitting down and laying the issues on the table, discussing mm. them. And I think the danger of that is that we, we we jump into not talking about it, meaning that we're just putting it in the shelf 
and chances of it coming back again in the future are higher because it, it was not resolved in the first place. You know, so I think that the first principle um, or the first thing that one needs to understand as very important in resolving conflict is being able to sit down and talk. And I think communication becomes easier in marriage when you and your spouse are best friends. Mm. It becomes very easy. But if you are strangers in the marriage, Talking things through becomes very difficult. Actually, you find it easier to talk to people outside your marriage um, than your own spouse, you know? So we see it happening a lot where when there's conflict, there's issues of um, people who will say, I'm no longer talking to her, or I'm no longer doing this for her, or I'm no longer doing this for him. I'm not cooking for him. I'm not ironing his clothes or washing his clothes. Um, It's all because we're trying to hurt them because they've hurt us. Mm. And what we're not realizing is that we're just planting seeds that will come back to haunt us in the future. You know, things could be resolved easier if we not, or if we don't go into a marathon of who can hurt the other more than the other. You know, so um, I believe that when we love one another, we should not want to see bad things happening to the other person. Mm. So for us to get to a point where we feel we want to hurt the other person because they've hurt us, that is not the way that we should go about it. But that is usually the way that most people go about it. Um, And also society has made it um, fashionable or it has made it look great for couples to not talk things through and to go straight into the bedroom. We call it... Um, they call it makeup sex, and they say that it is the mm. best. Mm. So you find people even trying to go into conflict with their spouse just for the sake of how exciting the bedroom becomes when there's <laughs> conflict. <laughs> I never thought of that. I never thought of that. Hey, Zipati. You know? Uh. So people will provoke one another yeah. just because they only get to feel the excitement in their bedroom when there's conflict in the marriage. And also, I think that boils down to issues of being best friends with your, your spouse. Mm. When you're strangers, you know, you, you find yourself having to do such things for you to get a bit of excitement in the marriage or for you to get a bit of, of attention even mm. in your marriage, mm. Mm. you know. Mm. But mm. when you're best friends, you understand one another. When there's communication in the marriage, it allows you to understand one another even better. And the great part of it is that it strengthens the bond um, in in the marriage when you are able to speak transparently and freely with your partner. Mm, Absolutely. Now... It is amazing, therefore, there, you know, um, uh, that, and I want to get to the aspect of resolving conflicts, not to the ones who invoke them, Gantibanama, ulterior motives, you know. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call those, I, I call those insinuations. Uh, but uh, uh, it's an interesting point to look into. Uh, when we come back, let's go a- and look into moments. Uh, where spouses usually resolve their conflicts. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. 
Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours, 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave, Radio Pulpit coming to you. We trust and believe the Father is blessing you so much in a mighty way. I tell you, if you can hear things that are being said when we are doing the show, you, yeah, you will be laughing like our guest tonight. Anyway, now we're talking moments, and there are quite a lot of moments, Sipati. Moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, where people usually resolve their marital conflicts. One of the moment is that one of packing your bags and going home. Barki fed up leave. Mm-hmm. They usually do that until they feel yeah. that they miss the person now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until they feel that they miss the person and then they come back after two weeks mm-hmm. or three weeks. Hey. The guy also would stay for a week and, okay, say, no, no, man, katamaya and all. And the more he says that, the more the lady or the more the other one, if, if the lady, the more the guy wants to go home, and they go, after a week, they're no longer pursuing them that much because they're trying to talk to them on the phone, and then they don't get responses, you know? And it frustrates. It makes them to want more. And the other one is doing it. Or no, I'm ignoring him or her, so that they want me more and that they know that hey they're not the only one mm. i can be loved mm. out there man why won't they, they do mm. that that is how i'm talking about how they usually do but mm. fed up leave and when they are no longer fed up they come back and they say no we are reconciling but there must be some conditions unconditions you know, yeah. the yeah. second one that I've seen is that one of fights. People fight. I've seen people fighting, uh, uh, brutally so. Even taking each other to hospital, Sipati. Even taking each other to hospital. I've seen that. I've seen people fighting and beating one another to a pulp. You know. Yeah. And there's never been one of those moments that you can say this is good. Mm-hmm. And they say they are resolving their conflicts. As I, as I was growing up, I've seen couples, man, uh, and especially men, mainly men, who would be beating up their wives. Actually, I've heard women who say, if he doesn't beat you, he don't love you. Mm-hmm. I've heard that, seen that, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's another way. <laughs> These are ways that they are. I'm not saying they are correct ways. We are talking about ways that couples usually do that. And I hope when we come to solutions, we will be able to tell them, no, this is what you don't have to be doing anymore. And I've seen also others. uh, That one I spoke about, the silent treatment. The other one you, you spoke about it, you gave it a name. Make up. 
<laughs> I leave that to you, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, others had gone to an extent, Sipati, mm-hmm. of even sabotaging one another's career. Okay. I said, I think the only way to really get this guy into control it's when I start telling them at work how bad it is, he is at home. Mm-hmm. And they try by all means to sabotage one another's career so that they can get the other one into control. I don't know if you've heard of anything like that. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen people doing it. And it's quite sad. See, buddy? Sure. Um, it's quite sad, Pastor. Mm. You know, when we leave issues unresolved, they could lead to such bigger things mm. um, that people resolve to. Um, what I've seen also happening, which I think is not the right way to go about it, is that um, you will find the other one sleeping in the other room mm. or in the kid's bedroom oh, as yeah. part of punishment. Yeah. You know, um, so Kitomu Panisha, I won't be sleeping in the same bed with him. But what we're not realizing is that when this person is sleeping alone, they, you've opened a gap for them to try and find someone else to confide in. Mm. Remember, we're living in the times of, um, you know, social media. We're living in the times of where technology is so quick. Mm. So when I'm feeling down and alone, it's so easy for me to connect with anyone yeah they could be in the united states they could be in another african country Mm. that's just how easy it is and the moment we allow that to happen you know we're allowing the evil one to start planting ideas into the mind of the other one who feels that they've been punished you know so it is advisable to never leave your bedroom when you've got conflict um, it is better to talk things through and never go to bed angry. Even mm. the Word of God advises that we shouldn't do that, you know. And the, the second one is the makeup. The makeup is great. However, um, I mentioned earlier that the danger of makeup is that it leaves a lot of issues unresolved as well. Mm. So what makeup does is that we're just um, sweeping things under the carpet. And eventually, as time goes on, they have a way of creeping out. So when you really assess the issues that most couples are going through, you'll find that, you know, these are issues that go as far back as many, many years. Mm. And they're posing a problem today because they were never dealt with when it happened many years ago. Yeah. You know, we yeah. felt that going the route of makeup makes things okay. We wake up tomorrow and we choose to forget about what happened yesterday. But the Mm. truth is that we haven't really forgotten. It is stored up somewhere in our mind, in our subconscious mind. And when something similar happens, it triggers that. And then it causes more and more problems because it was never resolved in the first place. So those are the the ways that we see many couples uh, resorting to, which are ways that are not really helpful in any marriage. Mm, the mm. key here is really understanding one another. The key here is also understanding that each and every issue has to be dealt with head on. Each and every issue has to be dealt 
work as and when it happens. Yes, there's certain people who feel, okay, I need to come down first before I'm able to talk about this. Yeah. That's a good thing because oftentimes, you know, we get too emotional and we say things that we don't mean. However, in doing that, make sure that you don't leave it hanging. Once you've calmed down, sit down and talk it through and ensure that you come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it is also one of the things, you know, uh, that we find the aspect uh, of moments being uh, how do they usually solve their conflicts when they call parents on each other, you know, or when they call their own families on each other. Uh, if someone has a conflict with their husband, they call their own family mm-hmm. on their husband. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of that, you know. Mm-hmm. That they think about him or her. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people doing that. And, 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 and it creates a very difficult situation. Uh, when the conflict has been resolved, because the enmity between the spouse and those mm-hmm. never never it doesn't end there, and those <laughs> others, the things they have heard about the other, will continue to echo in their minds to say, okay, they have forgiven each other, but this one is capable of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've seen that. I've seen uh, also cases where people are calling on siblings. And friends to deal with their own spouses. Let me tell you this one. I've seen someone who is a very great friend of mine, unfortunately has passed on, where a friend of the wife, who had become so close with the wife, came in at a matter and and brought in brought in some people but on matter and they were they were beating him and he was running away from his own house. Mm. I never thought that these people would get back together again. But they mm. did. <laughs> what a way. What's your take? What's your take there? I sit here and I'm like, yo, I, I feel like this is an expose. I can actually relate to some of the things we're talking about today. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um... No, 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 it's okay, Pastor. You know, mm. uh, for me, you know, my, my marriage was a learn as I go type of setup. Yeah. And all these things were mistakes that I made myself. But I'm glad that, you know, Christ is very, very um, faithful because, you know, um, He allows us to learn from our mistakes mm. so that others can also learn from us and so that we don't repeat the same mistakes as well going forward. You know, so I've seen, and I mean, I think I've probably done that myself, where when your partner has wronged you, you call your parents on him, Mm. and they do the same on you. Um, The only difference is that, you know, depending on um, the family, how they deal with you when they are called upon, um, then determines how this conflict will be resolved. I think, luckily, in my case, you know, when you've got, parents who are God-fearing, they know that there's certain boundaries that they cannot overstep. And I think I'm highlighting this because the Word of God in the the verse that we read in Matthew 18 also continues to say, 
that if he does not listen, take one or two others with you. But it's very important, I must highlight this, um, you know, to ensure that when we seek counsel, we seek wise counsel. Mm. In other words, you know, if I feel that, okay, so this conflict is, is way above us, we're not able to resolve it amongst ourselves, and I feel that maybe, you know, we could um, reach out to one or two people. Be mindful of who you reach out to. Are you reaching out to people who want the best for you, who want to see this marriage um, being successful? Or are you reaching out to people who never wanted the marriage in the first place? Because Mm. that will make a huge difference. If I'm reaching out to people who are against my spouse anyway, chances are the advice that I'll be getting from those people will be damaging to the marriage anyway. However, if I reach out to people who want the best for us, chances are the counsel that we will get from them will build and help us, you know, um, resolve the conflict that we face. It will help us be able to move forward and become a better person in the in the process. So I think that, you know, um, yes, we people, we make mistakes. We're not perfect. Um, but the great thing is that we've been made perfect through Christ. So that means that, you know, we can become better on a daily basis. If we apply our minds, if we really look at the mistakes of other people and tell ourselves that we're not going to do that. If we learn from our past mistakes and tell ourselves that I'm not going to do that anymore because I want to become a better person, then we will achieve that, you know. But if you sit there and you feel that you you can justify all the horrible things that you continue to do to your spouse, then there's no growth in that and there's no moving forward in that. You will find yourself going from one marriage to another, repeating the same mistakes over and over. And then you want to sit and say, oh, me, maybe I'm cursed. Maybe it's some family cursed. That's why I'm divorcing and getting married and divorcing. Only to find that it's all about your character. You haven't really checked your contribution towards the failed marriages, and when you identify the problem, then you're able to to deal with the problem itself instead of wanting to point at external things as the problem in your marriage. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, And please note, let the people note that uh, anything that is related to their own experience is purely coincidental. And, uh, yeah, so many people are calling on their relatives on their spouses to beat them up. Mm. We, we've seen that. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that. We've seen, yeah. we've seen people being beat up, man, <laughs> by, mm. by smart. Yo, yeah. Mm. Anyway, when we come back, the effects. Faith, hope, and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. You are with Radio Pulpit AM657, your daily companion. My name is Ephraim. Would you like to know how you can reach more audience through various advertising platforms? Contact me on Ephraim at radiopulpit.co.za for more information on our tailor-made budget-fitting options. Wishing you a successful and blessed year further.
The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust you are well. The Father is blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are. Hanging out with Sipati Tabudi. And uh, touching base on this issue. How spouses usually resolve their conflicts. It's not always in a bad way, you know. Uh, but the effects are, uh, if, if spouses go on to resolve conflicts in manners that we have counted, which are not, we didn't count good ways, no, which are not uh, good, uh, what we see, we can see a division of fellowship. If these are children of the Father, they will stop fellowshipping together in prayer. Yeah, they may go together in church. Oh, even they, they can be even leaders in the church. But they will disfellowship from each other. They will now be attached to other people. You know, prayer groups and other things. But they won't have time to pray with their spouse because they've, they have some things that are hurting them. Mm. Number two, uh, uh, it will kill the joy you know um, such manners of resolving kill the joy of being married to a particular individual because each and every time uh, the issue of solving uh, dealings that have to do with this have been um, there are methods that have been used which are not actually dealing with the problem but with the surface of the problem like makeup sex and then after that, then what? You know, mm. uh, after that, then what? You know, uh, people are happy for a joy of a moment that is just like lightning. Singular one lightning, ne? Wow! Mm-hmm. Then it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> then it's gone. Back to pain, you know. Mm. And uh, uh, it's quite sad. Such a method really doesn't work that well. Hey, mm. ganging up on each other creates enemies. There are people who can react in manners that you never thought they would. You know? Mm. Uh, what if you gang on a person and they kill each other, for instance? Mm. How will that hold your marriage together? I wonder. You know? Mm. And uh, that's, the, that's the problem that we see much of the times now it happens also in other instances that you would see many people come uh, to a realization of saying we've been fighting for quite some time fighting against each other i can't do this no more i'm gone this thing of periodical breaking away is without proper counsel can be devastating it can kill the marriage altogether the other one can come to conclusions and say it looks like this is how it should be ever since this person has been gone for that few days or weeks i feel happy so let them be gone you know and they would say i feel like it's a fresh breeze in me and that's a problem. Say, buddy. Sure. Um, okay, I want to start with the, the makeup part also, just to add on to what you have said. Um, the thing about 
you know, resorting to this as a way of resolving. Well, I don't even want to use the, the word resolving because it doesn't really resolve the conflict. It just quietens it down. Mm. Um, is that it then builds the idea that, you know, for the marriage to have a bit of excitement, we would have to provoke each other mm. or whether we would have to have conflict that mm. will lead to the excitement that comes with the makeup. You know what I mean? So it leads one to believing that that is the only way they can achieve some kind of excitement and get some kind of attention from their partner or from their spouse in the marriage. So that mm. that's basically what it usually leads to. And then the second part that I wanted to highlight, I've just remembered now how we used to roll out a program in the schools called Conflict Resolution. Yeah. And this, this was done to deal with the issue of school violence, the violence that we see in the schools. Now, I want to take it back to the homes to say when children are not exposed to proper conflict resolution, these are the results that we see today in the schools, where they resort to violence as part of resolving conflict because they're not exposed to a proper model or whether parents who properly model um, how conflict should be resolved. Mm. So if we were the kind of parents who, when we've got issues, we sit down and talk them through, we would not have children who, when they're in conflict with their peers in school, they walk up the stage and slap someone. Mm, but mm, because, mm. you know, they're not exposed to these things, we shout at each other, we fight with one another, we bang the doors, and, and we're teaching our children that this is the way to resolve conflict. This violence is the way, saying mean things is the way, or mm. leaving them unsaid is the way. And when we leave them un- unresolved, we just allowing them to pile up until it gets to a point where it explodes and leads to more violence. You yeah. know? So it's important for us as parents to understand that everything that we do, we are modeling that to our own children. Remember, I always say that our children will do what we do more than what we say. We might be telling them, no, this is the way that you should go apart, but they will follow what you do more than what you instruct or tell them to do. Mm. So we need to really go back to the drawing board and assess what kind of example are we setting for our children? Are we setting the kind of example that will make them better people in society? Or are we breeding more into these social ills that we see existing in our communities today? It Mm. really does Mm. start in the home. And unless we get it right in the home, we will forever have violence in the schools, um, gangs in, in our communities, and all sorts of problems that we see today that we want to point at someone else for causing them without realizing that they actually stem from our homes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we need to be careful, therefore. You know, um, the, the consequences in the resolves we spoke about can be quite bad. You know, they can be quite bad. Uh, in that uh, we go to the highest extent uh, of creating enmity between each other uh, if we are spouses and then we choose those methods we spoke about. You don't need 
to actually even call on each other you know you don't need to call mm. on each other uh, to call on for people to come and beat up you know like i said a friend of mine being mm. beat up by a friend of a spouse you know uh, to such an extent that he had to run from his own house, you know. Uh, it, it was the most embarrassing and very painful thing. Even though that they reconciled, it still stays that way, you know. It still stays that way. That is where the problem is. Anyway, when we come back, let's look into the final thought into the matter. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You're at 657 AM. Radio carrying 24 hours a day. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. 657 AM, Radio for Believers in Action. The final part of the first hour, Sipati, there are many ways that can be done. I like the godly way you spoke about at the beginning. If your brother sins against you, talk to him about it. If he doesn't, call two witnesses. If he doesn't, put him in front of the whole church. <laughs> if he don't, then cast him off. Uh, but we are also called to the ministry of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Find ways of reconciling. And the Father will show so many ways of reconciling. For every conflict, there is a door of reconciliation. That's how the Father has created uh, uh, matters for us. And uh, thirdly, find ways of peace. When people get used to each other, you will know when not to discuss things that are problematic. And especially when the other one is stressed and all that, don't. You know, find them when they are happy to talk and to communicate openly. Everyone is like that to their spouse, whether we like it or not. And then, um, here's another one. Date your spouse. Buy food for her out there. Take her out for a snack. Maybe she loves ice cream. Take her out for that ice cream. You know, have some date nights. Um, And then in your date nights, you are able to talk to each other. And talk from a perspective of appeasing. That's my number four. 
be an appeaser. You know, many people say, no, no, yes, it's your spouse. And uh, continuously, another thing is during number five, during a setup of conflict, it's important to continuously tell each other that you love each other. Tell her, tell him, I love you. I know that we fought. But I love you. Through thick and thin, love them. Mm. Tell them. Show it. Say it. Believe it. Believe it. Make them believe it. Number six. It's important to acknowledge the viewpoint of the other. Even if you don't agree with it. There are some people when they don't agree with something, they dismiss it. But it's not totally nonsense. It's just that it doesn't make sense to you. But not to the other person. Yeah. Hear them out. Communication, 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 number seven. Respect, 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 number eight. Mm. Number nine. Always learn to do little things, gestures of affection you know Sipat is on a computer trying to solve a particular issue and stuff and she's stressed up and you have fought with her in a while and you know she likes her tea her herbal tea and you look she don't have it but you you are in conflict with one another make her the best herbal tea put it there don't say a word just put it there whether she drinks it or doesn't, the jester has gone has gone forth. Yeah. Sipati, what say you? <laughs> wow. I, I I love what you mentioned in regards to telling your spouse that you love them in mm. the midst of the conflict. Yeah. And I think that is the most beautiful thing because you want to assure them that the conflict does not change how you feel about that. Mm. You know, there is no amount of issues that you will face that will change how you love them and how you feel about them and that's so reassuring and I think it's important for us to learn that it, it, it goes a long way and to add on to what you were saying also it's important for us to to go into it with a willing heart if we want to resolve a conflict we the both of us have to have a willing heart or whether we have to be willing to resolve it. So I think it's a matter of attitude. If the attitude is not right, mm. chances of that conflict being resolved are, are, are minimal, you know. But if you go into it with the attitude that says, we're going to resolve this, we're going to find a solution to this problem, chances are you will be able to, to resolve the, the, the conflict. The second one is that we need to be very careful of pride and selfish behavior. In most cases, we let our pride, our ego, stand in the way of admitting our contribution to the conflict at hand. Um, in most cases, we want to point a finger um, on the other, onto the other person as the, the problem. But if we put aside our pride and our selfish behavior, we will be able to get to a point where we don't point fingers at anyone. We assess our contribution 
and we work on resolving the problem. I think that it goes to the fact that we ought to be willing to admit when we are wrong. We ought to be willing to put the other person first. And what's important is that we need to be able to focus on the problem and not the person. And this is what I mean by that. Oftentimes when we've got conflict, we are tempted to um, focus on the person and their flaws and want to highlight those as the problem while we move away from the actual problem. And that does not solve the problem. You know, so we need to be careful that when we are upset, we don't focus on the person, but we are focusing on the problem itself that needs to be resolved. <clears throat> and lastly, mm. I think that it's very important to be willing to ask God for help. Yes. I think Absolutely. that should be our starting point, actually. You know, when yeah. we're facing conflict, we need God's wisdom on how to resolve this conflict. We need Absolutely. to be prayerful at all times. You know, let's mm. never uh, neglect that. I know when we're angry, we want to react quickly, but it's important for us to take a step back and really, you know, seek God's help, seek right. His wisdom wow. on how to move forward on that problem. Sipati, thank you so much. I appreciate. All right. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor. How do people connect with you these days? Um, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati Tabudi. I'm also on email. My email address is Sipati at MishakTabudiFoundation.org. Thank you so much. And uh, of course, we we talk again the coming week. Much blessings to you, and thank you very much for the time. All right then, and then up next on the second hour, we will be touching base with uh, Pastor James Musethe, and uh, of course, it's coming up at the next hour. And of course, I believe you will be blessed so much. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za? Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, 
and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.